Hello Octagoonies, how are you doing? I'm missing you on the radio tonight guys. I hope it's going well. Ryan's treating you well. I think Dean's on it today. I'll be back abusing Dean on the radio, don't you worry. And hopefully Ryan one day, me and him will have a scrap on radio. Happy days. But again, we're halfway through week six. That's mad, isn't it? These weeks are flying by. But I'm loving the stories in the group, so please keep sharing them and the results you're getting. Um, but yeah, I think... Speaking to Ryan about this as well, like, there's so much change that happens in people's lives doing these challenges beyond just weight loss, you know, that we forget. It's like, you know, I don't care. I don't I don't really care if you do a before and after photo. I'm not going to ask you. Like, it's a necessary evil as a, as a business to ask sometimes, oh, can we share some before and after photos? Because it shows your physical proof. And that's what we know everybody wants to come with. That's what we know everyone starts with. They want to come to us first, lose weight. And then they realise there's a lot more. And it's like, you can't sell the lot more without going through the first process of understanding weight loss isn't the most important thing. Do you mean it's like a, it's a, it's a, like a trap in a sense. It's like, oh, how do we get that? Um, but we don't care about the, the physical stuff. Obviously we can in a sense, but the life changes. That's what, that's what I love, I love hearing them. I want to hear more guys. Well, how are you feeling mind, mindset wise in work? with your partners, with your family, with your kids, all these stuff. I want to hear these stories in the group. Um, I'm missing the radio, I'm missing picking up on it, and I'll have to listen back to them, but I want to hear them. Uh, and it brings me to a point, really, is like, um, have you truly, truly understood that doing this whole macros mindset, training, all this stuff, how little uh, the number of fat lost plays in your true happiness? Have you realised that yet? Like, have you realised that holding that four or five pounds more fat than you really want to doesn't actually change how happy you are, how you look at the world, how joyful you are in the days? Have you realised that yet? Because if you keep thinking that you need to lose those four pounds, you're going to be happy, it's, a, it's your mind playing tricks on you. It's false, guys. It's a false narrative by the mind. Please don't fall for it. I don't want you to fall for it. Um, I spoke to Dean on the other Turtle Radio tonight about when I went away in that weekend talk about that Krishnamurti um, retreat centre speaking about the mind and thoughts so maybe we can start inquiring a bit now see if this hits home I'm not sure it might do um, so let's go into it so if we look into most of our problems most of our problems are caused by thought right so our thoughts create Desire. So desire is something in the future that we don't have right now. It could be 10 seconds in the future, hour in the future, three weeks in the future. We desire something because we don't have it right now. So desire, we need movement in with desire. Desire is movement because you have to go through time to get what we desire. And then when we get it, we desire more and more and more. And it keeps going. It's a movement. So desire and thought are the same because you can't have desire without thought. Are you with me? Okay, that's obvious. And if desire is something of time, movement, then desire and thought and time are the same thing. So there is no psychological time without thought. There's physical time, the world is going around, and you know, the dark, light to darkness, and our bodies will degrade over time, physical time. But psychologically, we create the past and future. So thought is the same as desire, Desire is of time, so desire is time. Are you with me so far? Okay. 
And in the 14-day challenge, doing the free challenge macros, this is what I'm talking about. So we, when we have, um, it could be a shower thought, it could be when the mind is still, it could be when we're observing ourselves, when we're seeing the fact and the truth, when we see without choice, when we just look at things without wanting to change it, without labeling it, we just see the fact, that's when the mind is still, that's when we get insights. And I'll give you a real life example of an insight and how insights are not a product of thought, but thought comes in after to kind of explain it. So here's a post, lengthy confession post. When I got given the calorie goal of 2,600, I thought to myself, there's no way I'll eat that. I don't even eat that now on the weekend. And I am no stranger to tracking my meals on my fitness pal. I do it most days and thought I was being truthful with what I was putting in there. So yesterday I tracked literally every gram of food I ate and every mill of milk in the cups of tea. I purposely ate the same kind of meals I've been doing when tracking on my fitness pal as, lit- as a little experiment with myself to find out if I was really underestimating portion sizes, etc. But by the end of the day, I was almost at my 2,600 calorie goal. And that's without the crisps and a couple of biscuits I normally would have had throughout the day. So it's no wonder I've been slowly gaining weight every month. I've probably been eating 3,000 calories a day for the last two years. I also look back to my food diary and my fitness pal and I can see where those days I know I had a glass of wine and I have an input to there, probably through guilt. I've been cheating myself all this time and not even realise I'm doing it. And I had a good laugh at the sheer audacity of myself thinking I must be an exception to the science. I don't even eat that much and I'm still piling the pounds on. And I'm ready to face day two, loving this and loved the live last night, so informative. Okay, so by observing the day, observing herself, she's had insights and breakthrough. And inside that, that's happened straight away. If you think of what's happened there, that her mindset has now changed for life. It hasn't changed over time. It's changed from observing that day and she's literally seen an insight that, oh my God, when I do observe, I see what's actually happening. The fact is I'm consuming way more. I'm consuming all these calories. And I see that now because I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to guilt myself, which is thought. I'm not trying to tell myself I'm not eating that much, thought. I'm not trying to do all this thought process, like no way this, fighting it. She has eventually gone, I will see the day and that's it, I'm gonna see it. And in that seeing, the truth comes out. Does that make sense? I don't know if it is making sense. It makes sense to me. So, we have these insights when we're not really thinking a lot, when we're not overthinking stuff. We have insights when the mind is still, when the mind is observing, we have insights. So the insights aren't of thought, they have stillness. And these insights change the current of your thoughts forever. Do you know what I'm saying? So her thought process now is completely changed forever because in, in even in two years time, she might put the weight on and she'll go, you know what, when I was observing without, without judging myself, observing, just seeing the fact, I was eating way more than I thought and I thought I wasn't eating much and actually right now, and you, you literally can't accept the old you because you've seen that you've had this insight into the reality, the truth, and it's forever changed the way you thinking. Do you know what I'm saying? It's forever changed the way you think, and you can't go back once you've seen the truth. And that's the amazing thing about this kind of insight, and we tend to get this insight when we aren't thinking. Now, there's a really good example of this creative-wise uh, with Mozart, right? So Mozart 
used to write his songs when playing pool, or they called billards or whatever. He used to throw a um, ball on the left cushion and hit the back cushion, hit the right cushion and come back to him. So as he threw the ball, he would let his conscious mind track the ball, right? And then he would let the other part, the other unconscious or whatever, be still. And then in that stillness, where he was not thinking, he would write the notes out, the songs. And then he would start humming them and stuff around the table. And then they would come in, thought would then see and add more to it. But he was having his insights, not of thought. He was just doing that and then writing. Think how crazy that is. And if, if it all makes sense. It makes sense to me. So insights are not of thought. Thought is all the problems. Thought is all the problems. All of our problems come from thought. We have a thought. And then we have an image of... We have a thought, which then we have words attached to the thought. You have a thought like, oh, I'm hungry. And then we have, I shouldn't be hungry. And then that's a negative. And then because I'm a negative thought, I think the image of me is I'm an idiot and I'm hungry and I'm a, I'm a failure and it just keeps going then it keeps going and going and going and we when you think about it if you're stress eating and comfort eating one part of you doesn't want to have that cake then the other side of you wants to have that cake so there's one side of the self you your name the thinker doesn't want to have it then the thoughts wants to have it you are fighting yourself right and then you're thinking this overthinking i don't want to do with this oh, thinking thinking fighting thinking fighting and you think by more thinking you're going to get out of that mess will a dog if a dog goes faster chasing his tail will it catch his tail no obviously not that's what we do though we're like a dog chasing his tail we think if we go faster and faster and faster and faster we're gonna catch it but when we're in those moments we keep thinking thinking oh this uh Instead of just seeing how ridiculous it is, we are that dog chasing his tail. You look how ridiculous it is and you go, that's stupid. That is literally, that is just ridiculous. Why, what is going on here? You're just fighting yourself. So you look at it and it stops and then that power over you is gone. The power, the urge to fight and resist and crave and want, all the product of thought, when you see it, it, go, it vanishes, it drops off. Do you see that? So craving is a product of thought and hunger is a physical body. Our body's got its own intelligence, obviously. Like, you know, if I asked you now, this is, this is, this is how you, so you think, thought thinks it's intelligent, right? And that thought is not intelligent. Thought is a mechanical thing based off memory and experience. It's just a, you know, mechanical thing. It's over and around, around same thing. Ask yourself now to ask your thoughts, the me, the self, to tell you exactly where your gallbladder is right now. Or to tell you where the end of your small intestine is. Or to tell you where your uh, pancreas is, the exact location of your pancreas. It, it can't exactly, it can't tell you. It can't say it's right here. But your thoughts and your body and your mind, that make sense? How does it not know? How does he not know where everything is in his body? Because it's not as intelligent as he thinks it is. It doesn't know these things. Body's got his own intelligence. And when you're hungry, he's telling you something. And you can you can listen to it. Or thought can take that intelligence of a bit of hunger and run away with it and think it's mad, it's crazy, and you need to eat loads of stuff now. But it's not it's not true. Craving, but on the other hand, is a, a product purely of thought. 
because you think craving is something in the future, right? You're craving something you don't right, have right now. It's a, it's a prod, it's a pr- thought, it's a time thing. Time, desire, thought, craving, same thing. You know, greed is the same thing. You want something more. All of these are the same, it's all the same thing. If you think about it, greed, desire, pleasure, you want something that you don't currently have, you want more pleasure, you want to hold on to pleasure. All of these are products of thought. That's all I want to say. And I just want to say this phrase, get outside of your own head, stuff like this. There's, there's, there's the reason why people say these things. Because it's true, sometimes we do need to get out of this small part of our mind. So if you think about it, if you think of your mind as this big, huge thing, the super, super intelligent and full of energy in life, and there's a small part of this mind that thinks it's super important, it's just the mechanical part, it thinks it's alive, it thinks it's important, it thinks it's got the answers to everything, and it does, it's clever in the sense that it can create stuff, but it's the insight from the rest of the mind when it sees that does stuff, and the thought thinks it's thought. But if you look at thought as a small part, right, and you look at the rest of the mind as the seeing, the intelligent part, the full of energy thing, and you see stuff as opposed to always looking through thought, because thought is limited in its sense. It can only see through experience and memory and, and things of time, desire. That's all it can think about. That's all it can go with. Thought is time. So thought, desire, all this stuff, you can only think about itself. And it can only see through itself, which is of limited capacity because it only sees through memory and experience and conditioning, society, all this stuff. But the outside of this, if you picture it, is like the mind, the full mind. And that can see without a center. You can just see. But I don't know if any of this is making sense to you guys, but I'm went away, I've read all stuff for ages, I've pondering it, and it's not there's no map to it. There's no like path to do this and that. It's just like you speak to people and you have these realizations about yourself. Because all these things, we all experience all these things. Pleasure, sorrow, pain, desire. All every human being has the same thing in terms of those. And that's the battlefield. I was speaking to someone turtle radio yesterday about it. It's like, you know, the battlefield, like dietitian came on Turtle Radio on the, on the challenge. It's like, yeah, I'm a dietitian and uh, I know exactly what to do, but uh, I'm still stress eating, emotional eating, and I'm there and those snacks get a better of me. I'm eating loads of cooked chocolates. And I'm like, exactly. We've all got the same problems, which is the problem of thought, quarrels and carnage. Um, so yeah, that's all I wanted to say, really. I just want you to start seeing the falseness of this the self and the thoughts and the consciousness fighting itself and just see it and uh, in moments today where you feel your thoughts are getting you stressed out and all this stuff and you're taking every thought that comes in as seriously and all blah la 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 and you're craving and all this stuff just remember if you're craving and you keep thinking about the craving the thinking is not going to get out of the craving because the craving is the thinking so you need to basically just observe it without wanting to change it and try and get out of that head get out of your own head for a bit get out of that self only vision and into the full vision of the mind and see how ridiculous the infighting is down there as opposed to keep trying to think because that's why going for a walk works right think about it i'm craving go for a walk why is that going to help well when we go for a walk we let the mind go still sometimes we walk we wumble and then the mind just goes still and sometimes we have like little insights because the mind is completely still and we're not thinking about stuff. Sometimes we're thinking loads of stuff. But in the end, thoughts gone on to something else then. <laughs> That's the thoughts like a dog. It's gone off to something else. It's not craving anymore. It's got something else to go after. More pleasure, more desire, more greed, more sadness, more sorrow, other places. And then off it goes. And again and again and again and again. Dog running on its tail. 
just look at it. It's a it's it's, it's silly. It's a silly thing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Let me know what you think. Look into it yourself. I want you to do it. I want you to think. I want you to tell me what you think. And uh, yeah, enjoy your day. Book club tonight. Stoicism and the art of happiness. I've seen some comments like it's a tough book to read. Yeah, full on. It is a stoicism philosophy book and psychotherapy book in one. But it is very rewarding to learn the depth of the stoicism as opposed to the superficial stuff people talk about on social media and stuff. You know, it's easy to say the quotes and all that, but the really, the fundamental, the backstory of it, the base of it, what it's built on, history, all that stuff's very important to understand it fully. And once you understand it like that, there's no going back in. You understand the core of stoicism and it's going to help you apply the stoicism you read later on. It makes you makes older stoicism kind of phrases and stuff that said make more sense and things start clicking. I've used this example before, but I remember doing physics in AS level and I had like D's and all that. I just didn't get it at the time. I was like stressed, stressing out, but I didn't revise enough. And then when I did A level, the AS level was so easy, just clicked because I just kept going, learning more and more. But then I went back and like learned the base again properly this time with more insights and more whatever and I just smashed it then so sometimes we revisit things and we see it for it's what it is as opposed to you know we think we've learned it but we haven't the more you go back to it the more you get out of it so see you in book club enjoy yourself have a good day live one day at a time obviously and yeah see you soon